0: hello hey hey i hear you now too so (laughs) that is awesome i got way real quick um (laughs) well welcome to soul talks
1: (laughs) (laughs) thank you so (laughs) (laughs)
0: hi. thank you so much for joining
1: of course
0: um Of course, I will forget my intro. Hello, everyone. My name is Soul Sky. Welcome to Soul Talks. I have a very special guest today, my very lovely friend, Adriana. Um, So we're going to talk about single parenting, co-parenting. This will be like a three-part series. So Anna was one of the first people to reach out to me, and she was like, I'm down, when when can we do this so um I'm excited um and we're gonna get started so how old is your son by the way?
1: Ja is going to be four next month
0: okay so you've been a mom four years
1: yeah I mean yeah to my own child, yeah. Yeah, to Please. your own child, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we all know you're, like, the mom to everyone else's child. So. <laughs> I try. I um, What are some of the difficulties that you would say as far as, like, single parenting or, like, you trying to co-parent with the father of your child? Um, and what would be your advice to anyone who's like going through the same situation as you are
1: um I when it comes to difficulties, there are no real difficulties if you make it your business to just kind of focus on yourself and your child's relationship then anything and everything else that kind of goes around that it's not going to bother you so I'm not worried about necessarily I'm not worried about co-parenting because if it doesn't work out then it doesn't work out my child is still here and my child still needs a parent and if it does work out great wonderful then two bomb ass parents I'm always going to make it my business to put my child first and not saying he's a bad dad because he isn't he's he, he makes it work when he can't, um, okay. based on his job and everything. He cannot, he can't be there all the time. Um, sometimes though he chooses not to, and it sucks, but my child's happy. Why? Because he knows he will always have his mom. Now I'm not always going to be around physically because I also have to work. I gotta, you know, I gotta make it work for my child, but all right. he, he knows at the end of the day. Who's going to tuck him in at night? Who's going to, you know, even if I'm not there physically, who's on the phone with him when it's time for him to go to bed? It's me. And I don't leave him very often. He does not go to school. He does not go to daycare. We do everything at home so that he will have, he will always have that security and that foundation that I built for him um, before he goes out into the world. Because the world is not, it's not, it's not what we had. Right. And being that I'm away from the village that I grew up in, I am not able to always build, I'm not always able to have that village for my child, um, at least physically and, you know, in the, in the sense that I had it. But, I mean, he, he's not going to miss nothing because I have made sure that the people that I have introduced to him and the people that I have chosen for his life as he is still young I'm making sure that they build that gap. That they, they make sure that he will never want for nothing. What and not in the, not in the monetary or not in the, like I, I'm making sure he's always financially. I mean, not financially. He's always emotionally good. Right. And so I mean, what I can tell other people, I don't know because it, it's not it's not a one size fits all it all right. depends on it depends on the situation it depends on the person I mean the person could have hurt you bad don't ever let your child see you hurt by somebody else, and don't let your child see you uh go up against somebody because they hurt you like always in the eyes of your child you should always be the superhero you should always be you know the person who takes the brunt of it and makes them feel good um they should never see they should never see not see your pain but they should never see your struggle because that's not that's that's not it's not for them and we're adults. Your child should never have to take that on. Emotionally, especially. They should never feel like they have to be your savior, that they have to be the person that you're missing in your life. It should be the opposite way. You should be the person that they're missing in their life. Um, Oh, I mean, that's really it, basically. I mean, it's always about bettering yourself and so that your child can Your child will be who you are in public. So if in in private, if at the house, you're always screaming and hollering and yelling, that's what your child is going to be to somebody else, even at a young age. If you're peaceful and all of that, your child is going to be the peace for somebody else. So always be who you want your child to be all the time, because that's what they're going to learn. That's what they're going to see is the normal.
0: Anna is also in the military and yeah. it's it's pretty I can only imagine the difficulties that you go through on the day to day like basis or you know, like staying away from your child and stuff like that. Um Yeah. I mean, what would you say as far as sacrifices that you know and what, what what's an advice that you would give to someone who's either in the same position that you are in, or is just coming into motherhood? Like,
1: um, So I joined the military before I became a mom. I joined the military because I was told I wasn't going to be a mom. So I always, for me, it was always, hey, this is the life I'm going to live because I don't have to bring anybody in, else into this except for maybe a spouse. And so that was always my my mindset um that's also not a one size fits all question yeah, I know because because everyone has their always, own sometimes it's the best thing you can do for you and your child because it's stability it's okay. it's big stability um financially it's stability um Sometimes emotionally, it's stability because you you get away from just the normalcy of your regular life. Um, a lot of times, I left I left New York knowing that I wasn't going to come back because I didn't want to come back. I was stuck in the same old, same old being in New York, and I didn't want that for myself anymore. And I knew the military to be somewhere else so that I can grow as myself and not grow in the box I was put in um so in that sense definitely definitely even if you just have to leave where you are just so that you can be the person you really want to be without without the headache without the judgment without any of that um do it uh But I will say that my time in the military taught me that family oriented, um, especially for mothers, they make it really hard. I had a very difficult pregnancy and it was kind of like they didn't care Mm. um, because and they will tell you the mission comes first. And so, you know, great, wonderful, you're pregnant, but you still got to do your job and, you know they don't really care about what else is going on what what you may be going through mentally because pregnancy changes your mentality Mm -hmm. um and so I had to take a step back after my son was born I am still in the military I had to take a step back and um, change direction um with my with my job change direction with what my plan was for the military and instead so instead of doing the 20 years and retiring i'm going to get out next year um so that i can focus on being completely engulfed in my child because he is my child and he will be my only child so for me that's more important that's more important right now than i mean not even right now that's more important period um yeah
0: for those who are rushing to be a mom like for those who like want to be a mom so bad and for those who are still young um high school beginning Um, of their 20s what would you tell them
1: man um Mm.
0: (laughs) because you know people think pregnancy pregnancy is a beautiful thing having being a mom becoming a mom is such a beautiful thing and people don't realize what comes with it
1: oh man so what you see i wish that people were more real about pregnancy and mm. about the life of being a mom because it's not easy it's not always easy um You might see your friend who's 16 and you might see her, you know, in the street. So you might see her in school and she look like, you know, she's getting all the attention. She's so happy. She's this and she's that. But you don't, you don't know what she goes through at home. You don't know the aches and the pains. You don't know what she might be going through in her pregnancy. You don't know if she's having a difficult pregnancy because she's giving you face, you know, good, so that you will never see the bad. You will never see her weakness um, I gave birth at 24, I think, 25, I gave birth at 25, I paid at 24, and it was difficult, it was so difficult, I mean, I had so many issues, and, um, even at my age, I was still told that maybe I should have waited, and I'm like, wait for what, <laughs> you know, um, The time is right when the time is right. Uh, If you get pregnant, I mean, just take care of yourself. Um, But don't don't ever think that it's it's what you really want. Not, 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 no, that sounds bad. Don't ever think that you have to rush into it because it might be a good time, but it might be the wrong person. And it Mm. might be the right person, but it might be the wrong time. So, all good things come to those who wait and it's it's gonna be your time soon. It's gonna be your time. And when it's your time, when it's done at the right time with the right person, nothing can be that. Nothing. It will be the most beautiful experience ever. And that's what you want. You don't wanna go through things during your pregnancy for you to regret it. Or you don't wanna go through things, you know, as a mom and then regret it. So wait on yourself wait on God wait on the universe wait and <laughs> just wait and it will come it will come and it will be the most beautiful thing you have ever experienced and you will not at all regret it at all
0: what has parenthood taught you about yourself
1: hmm Um, sorry if you heard that. (laughs) Um,
0: It's okay. We're real in here. We are real in here, okay?
1: (laughs) Um, what has parenthood taught me? Um, let's see. Parenthood has taught me that I'm a badass. Like, Mm. I as strong as I thought I was before, was nothing. Like, was absolutely nothing. When you have to deal with somebody else, okay, when you have to deal with somebody else as an adult, mm-hmm. say a boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, shoot, your parents, it's, it's different because they make their, their own decisions. They're not necessarily dependent on you. You're just dealing with somebody else. Right. When you are dealing with a child, with your child, who has literally come out of your body, has come from nothing, like you made nothing into something great. And the amount of love and the amount of literal blood, sweat, and tears that goes into pregnancy, labor, delivery, being a mom, late nights, sick babies, um, sometimes you're crying when the baby's crying. (laughs) But at, at the end of that quote unquote terrible part of that night or that day, you find the strength from God knows where and you pick that baby up And you make shit work, and oh wait, can I curse? I'm sorry. Yeah, you could curse, girl. We
0: real in here. (laughs) We are real in here. Be yourself. We are. It is not authentic (laughs) if it's not real, boo. Be be yourself. This is your platform right now. I I don't
1: know. I just I just saw you know I just saw myself dealing with. A lot after my son was born, even, even through my pregnancy, when, you know, I was on bed rest for 20 weeks, I gave birth to a premature baby, but he was healthy. But then I went into distress during my C-section. Um, I don't even remember the 48 hours of being in the hospital, but mm. think about it. And I'm just like, dude, I was in the hospital for 48 hours. All together, not after having my child, 48 hours all together and um, having a four hour C-section. I walked out of the hospital. There was no, there was no wheelchair. There was no nothing. I picked up my child in his car and I walked out by myself. I mean, his father was there, but he went to get and stuff but I picked up my child in his car seat and I walked out walked down four flights of stairs after a c-section with a six pound baby and a 15 pound car seat by myself and even now my child is I'm only five foot two my child is three foot six at four years old well at almost four years old so he is more than half my size He don't care about that. (laughs) (laughs) When he's tired, he want mommy to pick him up. He want me to carry him up the stairs when he falls asleep. He wants, you know, when he's sick, I'm sitting in the bathroom full of steam. I wear glasses. (laughs) I can't see, but it doesn't matter because my child needs to breathe. My child needs to feel better. You know, I... I found strength where I did not think I would ever have strength. And... You will find it. Like, don't ever worry about. Well, how can I and who will I depend on? And don't worry about any of that because uh, you, as a mother, you're gonna find a way. Like, you're gonna find a way. That child is literally a part of you. They have lived within you, and who they are outside, it's just gonna. It's it just makes you so grateful. It just makes you so, I don't know, like, it's true meaning of goddess. You have created life within yourself with nothing. (laughs) Like, it's crazy to think, but nothing. You have created a whole life. And for the rest of your life, that person will always depend on you. And it it's a it's a concept that you just can't grasp even while in it. Even while in the process of motherhood, because it is a process. Um, you're going to some days you're gonna wanna quit. Not even mm-hmm. gonna lie, you're gonna wanna quit. But you don't because at the moment you wanna quit. There is something that will be said. There is something you're going to hear. There is something that you're going to see. There's something your child is going to do that makes you remember that it's all world, worthwhile. And that that that's what's going to take you through the day. That's what's going to take you through life. Because it, it goes past motherhood. It goes into every aspect of life. There's always going to be a time where you want to quit. But if you quit, then what? You Mm -hmm. never know what blessing was the next day waiting on you or the next week waiting on you because you saw that point of your life, that low point of your life as the end and it wasn't that low part in your life. is only the beginning is only the beginning of the upward motion that you're going to go through. And sometimes you have to go through that low point so that you know that you can deal with the high point because life is full of highs and lows and you can't have good times without having bad. Because you will never accept your good times as good times if you never have bad times. So, I mean, I don't even remember the question.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. Um, And people say that there's a difference between pregnancy and actually having the baby. Like, people surround you with all this love when you're pregnant, but, like, when the baby's born, and once the baby is born, there's, like, all these friends that you had and all the support kind of, like, vanishes. What is your take on that?
1: It's true, but um, it's never... It's never something to blame on the person that leaves your life. Um, mm. during, during your pregnancy, you're still you. There's no one. Like, yes, you have to take care of somebody else. But it's not, it's not a physical person to the people around you. So you are dealing with that physical person. But it's still not real to the people around you. So they are showering, they are, they are showering you with love and all of that for what is to come. Um, and who you still are as a person, they are, they are who you are at that moment because you're still within that transition. So you're still partially you, but you're still a mom mm-hmm. and they're able to accept that. Um, once a baby gets earthside, there's a difference that comes, that just, it kind of turns on. As soon as you take that first breath, after you have that last breath of pushing that child out, or after they remove the child from your body in the sense of c you aren't. you are a different person. Your mentality changes. And some people, they're not ready for that mentality change. Mm. They they want you to still be the pregnant woman who doesn't have all the responsibilities because she's carrying the child within her. You know, I don't have to look for a babysitter when I am pregnant. I don't have to worry about, oh, you know, I wake up 600 times um, at night because my child is and I need to feed them because I will just eat, you know, in my sleep <laughs> and I'll be okay. So the, the transition from a pregnant woman to a woman with a child is sometimes too much for the people around you. Mm. And especially if they are not parents, you cannot fault them for not understanding the change. You just have to accept the fact that they have not accepted your change of mentality and let them go. Either when they reach that point in transition in their lives, they will understand and come back or they won't. And you remember the good times and you keep your distance.
0: I'm so proud of you. (laughs) <laughs> I am so, yo, like, you guys don't understand, like, I'm, Anna has been through so much, y'all. Like, she, she has been through a lot. We met each other in high school, and she's been through a lot. Like, I was always the outcast, and <laughs> she would always say, hey, what's going on? And, you know, because she was, like, the popular person in high
1: school. I was not. <laughs>
0: I've always felt like the awkward person. But she's, we've built this very, very, very good friendship relationship. It may not be every day that we speak, but when we do speak, it's kind of like we never left. Um, And she's in the military. Um, She also has um, a lot going on within her personal life, you know, and. She still managed to, like, be a part of this. Like, I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. Like, I was not expecting this. Um, And you're so dope. Like, as a mom, as a person, you know, you have to be a dope person in order to be a dope mom. Like, you know, and it's people like you that make me parenthood seems so easy and it's not it's (laughs) it's it's really not um and i think that you guys should really listen to her advice um (laughs) (laughs) she's also in the military which is very it must be very challenging um Sometimes. Is there any advice that you would like to give or anything that you would like to say to anyone who has interest in joining the service?
1: Um, don't join the service because of what you heard everybody else talk about it. Um, because everybody's, everybody's experience is different, of course. Mm -hmm. Everybody's experience with life is different. Um, but it's not for everybody. <laughs> um, basic training is not a bunch of drill sergeants re- screaming at you. That, that's literally like the last thing that happens. Um, yes, there, there is a lot of loud speaking. <laughs> it's not really screaming. They are speaking to a lot of people at one time. So, yes, they are trained to be loud. And they're trained to seem heartless, but they're not. I had two male drill sergeants and a female drill sergeant. And that was just my platoon drill sergeants. Um, and I can go to them with anything. Like who they are as people. They're still people. And who they are as people always shines through after their, their training because they have to train you to be a soldier. At the end of that 10 weeks, that's what you have to be hmm so yes they're gonna they're gonna break you down they're gonna make you feel like you know like everything you learned in your years of life is nothing and yeah sometimes some nights you're you're gonna be like you know what forget this it ain't worth it but before you know what them 10 weeks is up and you standing there at graduation and you cannot be prouder like cannot be prouder that's the best thing I've ever done in my life was to join the army the best thing I mean aside from my child that is the best thing I've done with my life um the end of those 10 days I was proud to stand in front of my drill sergeant and they told me how proud I was because I broke my hip at week four I was on crutches all through basic training so there were a lot of things that I did despite the fact that my doctor was like you better not do that and it was because I needed to find the strength for myself I needed to, to I needed to not let my body tell my brain what I can and cannot do mm. and so it was for me it was for nobody else I did that for me and at the end of it when people saw me they told me how proud they were and that was all one well and good but if nobody showed up to my graduation it wouldn't have even mattered because i didn't do it for anybody else shoot i didn't even tell people when i was leaving it was for me it was for me to be proud of myself and that's really the mindset you have to go in with you have to go in with hey i'm doing this for myself you're doing this for you you, you know you're doing it for yourself essentially mm-hmm. whether you're you know whether you're doing it for your kid or whatever you have that personal time at night. You know, you do get to speak to your family back home ever so often. But in the whole sense of it, you're there to become a soldier. And you're going to be away from your family for a while. At, I would say at least a year, give your, give your time. Like, give your time to the Army for at least, or the, you know, I can only speak on the Army. Because every, every other branch of service
0: is different.
1: Yeah, has different time time uh timelines, but I was gone for, hmm, I was gone ten weeks for basic, and I was gone nineteen for AIT. So yeah, at least a half a year because you're always flying back and forth and doing this and doing that. Um. So yes, it has it has to be for you. It has to be. It cannot be for the money because trust and believe you don't get it. Um. It has to be. Yeah, I mean, the mentals, the the mental breakdown you can have will happen about week four. It it will happen, but you're gonna cry. You're gonna cry a lot, and like at night when you finally lay down, yeah, there's gonna be some tears. But when you wake up in the morning, it is gonna be. It's just gonna be a difference. It's just gonna be a difference. You're gonna wake up after a while. Four a.m. wake ups is not going to be a problem. You're just going to wake up like, yeah, let's do this. You know, let's get to running. And I don't know, I guess because I had a baby so soon after um, I finished basic and all that, the 4 a.m. wake-ups weren't a problem. Um, the carrying heavy loads wasn't a problem. Um, I was already in a different mental state. So it kind of it kind of goes both ways. It kind of transcends from the military into motherhood, into you know, into your work, into all of that. And you're gonna you're gonna meet a lot of people. You're gonna go a lot of places. You're gonna learn things that you can't learn anywhere else. Um, so it, it's a it's a great, great, great um, path to take. You just have to make sure that you're ready for it. And at the end of it, even if you, if you don't decide to do 20 years to do till retirement, if you just d- decide to do your first, uh, your first contract, which is what I'm doing, you're gonna be so proud of yourself because you did something that less than one percent of the population has done. And I mean, you're gonna have friends for life. Because those people went through something with you that nobody else can even imagine. They can't even put into words what you've gone through in that, that point of your life. So, I mean, do it. Do your research. Ask questions. Don't believe what recruiters say because they're just going to try and get you into joining the military. But why not? I mean, if you have nothing to lose, do it. I mean, even if you do have something to lose, do it. Do
0: it. The you know, it's. I'm very very proud to call you my friend. Oh, um. Nice. Thank you for taking the time, cause I know mommyhood and work and a lot is going on. Um, oh, girl, that boy's outside. <laughs> Um, so this would be the ending of the first episode of this three-part series. Thank you to those who have listened or will listen. And, um, as always, if no one's ever told you guys any, if no one's ever told you that they love you, I love you. You matter. And, (laughs) um, Emma, you always have a special place in my heart. You know that.
1: Oh, oh <laughs> I love you.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much, my love. Oh, no my problem. God. I'm so excited to, like, get this out there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your time. Um, We're about to message each other after we get off of here. But, oh, Yeah. Uh... <laughs> And thank you for just being yourself. Thank you for just being authentic. Oh. You know, authenticity is very hard to come by. Um, true friends are hard to come by, very and true. she's she's very she's one of them. Like one of the very main ones that I have in my corner. I've had in my corner. Um, Can't get rid of me. Nope. nope. <laughs> nah. Thank you so much. Um, I love you, Anna. I love you too. <laughs> um, this is the end, and mm. bye. Bye.